Cape Talk. Pippers on Twitter. You can tweet her at PJC Hudson. Our book club feature today is the story of a family under pressure and a family under the kind of pressure that doesn't lend itself to staying together for 54 years and maintaining friendships over decades. It is a family in extreme difficulty, not only because of physical distance, but because of trust and emotion and the difficulties of daily life. Let me introduce the author before I tell you any more about the book. Uh, It is a local writer, in fact, a debut novelist uh, that we are discussing today. She is, rather, I should say. Uh, She grew up in Guguletu. Her name is Tebelo Mzamo, and she has a master's degree in creative writing from Rhodes University, which she completed, by the way, cum laude, back in 2016. And since then, Tebelo has been chosen to contribute to numerous journals and anthologies of shorter writing. In 2021, she was chosen for the Jack Scalable Foundation's mentorship program for emerging authors and here we are in 2023 her first novel called I Did Not Die has just been released into bookstores now it traces the story of a migrant mine worker and his struggles to hold his family together through long periods of absence it is often a difficult read it is a difficult read because it forces you to contemplate the fact that this has been a reality for so many families in South Africa Tabelo Mzamo welcome to Cape Talk it's wonderful to have you with us Hi, Pippa. Thank you for having me on your show. It's a great, great pleasure. Tabelo, why the subject? What made you decide that you wanted to write your first novel around the life of a minor? Yes. Um, so not only because do I come from a family of mine workers myself, yep. but because, you know, like most people in our country, I was very moved and angered by the plight of mine workers. Yep. So that's why I... I yeah, I, I told a story too on yeah. mine workers, yes. Now your novel begins with your main female character in Tatisi living in Lesotho with two young children and wondering if they're ever going to hear from her husband again because Borto has been yes. a, a worker on the mines in South Africa for many years. Uh, she has had to become incredibly resourceful in his absence to deal with his absence mm-hmm. for long periods at a time. Doesn't make her life any easier though. As you say several times in this book, Tabelo, the life of the family of a mine worker is one of constant worry because there is a physical risk attached to the job as well as the difficulties of prolonged separation. Tell us a little bit more about Ntatisi. I mean, she's such a complex character. She's on one level very feisty, very independent, very much her own woman. She's somebody other women turn to for advice. And yet, on the other hand, you let us into her inner world, which is a mass of turmoil and worry and struggle about fidelity and her own dreams, which haven't come come true. Tell us a little bit more about what inspired her character. So, uh, well, what inspired her? I wouldn't, but it just, I don't know. I, I, I think, you know, like those advice colonies, like those types of things. Yeah. But of course, she is the wife. And then because she, so she, the change that happens in her life, mm-hmm. it leads her to tap into a gift, right? Yeah. So and and also the other women also get to see that she has value, that she's more than you know putting on makeup or whatever. She's a real woman with real issues and can connect to them. Yeah. And even them, they they sort of like become him, if I can say maybe like a therapist, you know, trying to also give a perspective mm. themselves, like with a friend. So yeah, she. She was actually a very fun character to to write and yeah. so on, but 
as well, like you said, like the, the worries attached to having uh, uh, being married to a mine worker. So that comes through as well. Um, even though she 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 gets to without saying too much, she gets to pick, you know, try to do something out of um, her circumstances. Yeah. But of course, the the husband always being away, and eventually things leading up to other things, just to it gets to her. But what ultimately ends up happening to her is that she it's sort of like she she ends up, you know, um, having what what she's always wanted to have, if I can put it like that, without saying too much as well. Yeah, yeah, we've got to we've got to not give away too much of the plot here. But but Tabella, you've touched on an interesting thing. I noticed that the female characters in this book, in particular find a way, find a way to, to sort of forge mm. their own destinies. They are thwarted at every turn. Life has been difficult for them. They mm-hmm. face many mm. obstacles, but every single one in their own way eventually finds a way, and it's not the easiest way, and it's not handed to them on a platter, but mm-hmm. you allow them the space to, to, to forge a plan of sorts. Not so for Borto himself, your mine worker, who life has really ground down to a huge extent. Tabello, he is a man who once had dreams and hopes of bettering himself and hopes of improving his education and a few small opportunities have crossed his path but they've always ended in disappointment and here he is far away from the people he loves far away from the place he calls home and increasingly as the book continues feeling a sense of failure that he has not lived up to the promises he's made to them I mean it's a really sad story but it's as I said at the introduction more painful because you know that must be the reality you have to think about the fact that the kind of damage done to Boto is damage that has been done to so many men and so many families over the years by the migrant labor system. Yeah, yes. In in fact, you know, it's um I mean even even uh the titling itself is is the is this own way like saying I did not die. And so it's just essentially the story is about uh the story of a man who is here to take what's his, you know, what 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 belongs to him, mm-hmm. whether that's his equal fair share his power or his dignity back right yeah. so yeah and and um i mean if, in fact even him i would say he is resourceful you know like yeah. following his journey throughout like just before he that's how he he goes about to start going to work at the mines and everything but of course um it's like they they there is the 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 mind working the mind working uh, aspect of of his life where he's he has power struggles but yep. also then there is there are um, family issues that kind of you know that also you know due to his own fault anyway yeah yeah leave leave leave, uh, leave things it at that. yeah like that yeah just but for those who sorry yeah. carry on. No, I was gonna say essentially he, he he in this book he does get a chance to tell his own story and that mm-hmm. in fact he you know, he's here to take back um to take his equal fair share, take his power and his dignity yeah. back. Yeah. 
Just for those who might have tuned in late to the conversation, the author on the line to me is Tabelo Mzamo, whose first, uh, her debut novel, I Did Not Die, has just hit bookshelves within the last week or two. And it is the story of a migrant mine worker named Bortle who leaves his family behind in Lesotho to travel to the mines of South Africa and of the pressures that that physical distance and fragmentation places on their various relationships. Tabelo, it's not only the husband-wife relationship that comes under strain, it's his relationship with mm-hmm. his children as well and in particular very moving the story of his fractured relationship with his son Kamo um, Kamo is a thoughtful boy he is a reader he is somebody with a, with a talent for words a deep thinker and yeah I, I got to the sections perhaps Thank particularly <laughs> where, where we meet Kamo as a particularly a sort of a young adult I, I, I looked at him and I thought you know you almost get a sense of you know, he's wanting to go out and live his own life and live up to mm. all those things he wants to be. But he's so aware of, of the distance of his father and of wanting to live up to his father. And at the same time, you almost get the feeling that Borto sees in Kamo all the things that he wasn't allowed to become. Uh, I mean, it's a really mm-hmm. complex relationship they mm-hmm. have, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And thank you for, you know, that the, the, the reading that you, you've, you've, you've gathered from from all of that, from, from that yep. relationship. And... You know, like what I was saying, with, um, so with regards to the exploitation that Putter faces at, at his work, um, so it's sort of like all of that trickles down to his family, to, to, to inside the house, to to his children, to the, whether they get to live out their dreams, whether they get to carve out their own path in life. You know, it, it it's like it's from up there, but it comes down in inside the family and yeah. You know, it, just even to himself, having crushed dreams, but also the children. So it's like everything affects everything. Yeah. yeah. There is an element running through the book of of uh, the rumor of witchcraft. To Bello, there is a neighbor named yes. Mokoto lurking yes. next door with his very ominous pack of dogs. And yes. did he or didn't he put a curse on someone? <laughs> is it safe to go into his yard? I mean, you have a lot of fun playing with, with the sort of the, the threat yes. that that character poses. But in a way, it's also sort of a way of, I don't know, is is he partly Bortle's wishful thinking of, of saying the things that have gone wrong in my life, I can blame on being cursed by my neighbor rather than having to confront my, my own culpability in some of them? Um, well, again, without saying much, really. So, Mokoto is um, he's a man who is regarded as a witch in the community, right? But he also represents a, a speculative thing uh, sur- uh, surrounding Butu's journey. I'll put it like that instead mm-hmm. of so that, you know, I don't speak too much. Uh, surrounding his journey as well as his marriage. So I suppose what the reader can take from that, you know, it, it, it's up to them. Like, what, it, 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 do they think, you know, things did not happen this way because of this or because of that. So, yeah, and like you said, it, 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 it's a fun way to put that in there and then, you know, create that speculation and yeah. Yeah. Tabello, somebody's just messaged to say, I hope somebody has approached Tabello about turning this into a movie. <laughs> I don't yes. know if you've got there yet or the book has only just hit the shelves. Is it something you've thought about? I I mean, well, I've just recently got off writing the book. So, yeah. you know, um, I think my mind was so 
Like it took me a while to remember, oh my goodness, look what you've just done and the importance of this. I, I was so, my mind was so deep into, oh no, that, you know, I could have done this, da, da, da. But I like this. I like what they, 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 <laughs> the listener has just said. It's like they're putting out into the universe that this should be made into a movie. So thank you for that. And then, of course, yes, I mean, I'm, you do think of such things, but then, you know, there's, there's still the book to, get around people and so on yeah. so yeah but Definitely. I'm, I'm so open to that. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this space, putting yeah. it out there into the universe. Before we run out of time, Tabello, I, I noticed in your, your author's notes at the end of the book that you particularly gave thanks to your mother for the way she has supported yes. your writing journey. Yes. And I, yes. if I read Between the Rhines correctly, it's been quite a tough thing to get this book finished and out to market. And she obviously <laughs> she play, played a big role in supporting you through that. Yes, she did. It, it was quite a journey. It was quite a journey in was the end, you know, having to live with her and her getting to see closely, you know, what being a writer is. Mm. Writing a book and, and getting it into it being published, coming to life and everything and having to you know, deal with, you know, uh, encourage me through all of maybe, you know, things like doubts and having anxiety. So she yeah. Yes, thank you. She, she, she was such a, a big part of, of me finishing this book, and I'm so grateful to her, and I tell her, so, yes, thank you, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. thank you, Tabella, for joining us on the show today, and our very best wishes to you as you take this book out into the world, and I'm sure uh, share it with, with readers all over South Africa, and let us know when you've sold the movie rights so we can do a follow-up thank interview, you. please. Thank you, Peter. Thank you for a lovely interview. And thank you, thank you, thank you. I will do that. Thank (laughs) you so much. Tabelo Mzamo is the author. It is her first novel. It's called I Did Not Die, published by Quela Books. And you will find it in stores now at roughly 270 rand a copy in paperback.